and hear what the Bible says we about the Spirit. Alright? Um, yeah. John 3 1 through 10. John 3 1 through 10. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, uh -huh. the ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Very verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell where it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? It's all right. Yes. Thank you. The necessity of the Spirit. We... Jesus asked Nicodemus this question. Mm -hmm. The last part where the phrase read. Verse 10. Jesus answered and said to them, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? We are dealing with people that go to church all the time, mm -hmm. but they still miss what Jesus was trying to tell them to do. They miss it. God does not want you to miss what he was trying to tell you to do. Amen. We have to have a desire, a hunger. Desire. This is why the scripture uses hunger and desire in a sense to let us know when you hunger, you seek after food. Amen. We need to have that same desire about God's word. We need to seek after wisdom and knowledge from God. We need to seek out, have a hunger and thirsty after righteousness that God can infill us because we have that desire. But if you have that desire and you don't put it to use, you won't have what you need from the Lord. It, it's very important for us to understand that. You can go to church, mm -hmm. know scriptures, mm -hmm. be able to rehearse scriptures on memory. Mm -hmm. You can sing gospel songs and sing uh, congregational songs and know the preachers and the, and the mothers and the deacons and the sisters and still miss out on what Jesus wants. Amen. Now, I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question. 
maybe an anchor to Um, If you had to get rid of something, if things got tight in your life, what would you feel that you need to get rid of first? I'm saying this to say, for instance, if things got, I'm, I'm going to use myself as an things got tight in my house, We'll probably have to cut back on going out to eat to the fellas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm putting that's why I say I'm going to use my But things got tight, we need to know what's necessary to cut. Right, right. You'd be surprised how many people don't know what to cut. You will totally be blown away. Well, you know, I can't cut the cable bill because I gotta have something to watch. Cut, I'm cutting that cable bill. That's not a necessity. You don't need that. What do you need to live in this world? Food, shelter, and clothing. Anything else is, we probably will cut back on these uh, 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 things like meat, and we'd be eating a lot of vegetables and stuff. Yes, Beans and rice. We've been there and done that before, right? You go to hell. You begin to enjoy it. In fact, when you get to the point where you ain't got that no more, you begin to miss it. All right, I'm saying that to say that some things in life you can cut when times get hard. But there are some things you can't. So when it's time to cut, you cut all that and you keep the bare necessity to live. Okay, now what does that have to do with, with the necessity of the spirit? Now, what is your perspective about what really matters? We gotta examine what really matters. According to this lesson here, it, it tells us that certain things in the scripture we need to decide what's a, what should I cut? You got some people, they, they cut the wrong thing. They, 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 they cut going to church. They cut hearing God's word, which is like saying, I, I'm going to cut, I'm going to stop eating. Mm -hmm. How you going to stop eating and live? You may stop eating for a while, but sooner or later, you're going to have to eat something. Amen. Right? Amen. Food and drink. You're going to have to have something to put in your belly. So you can't cut that. If we can't, the people are cutting the things that they shouldn't cut and keeping the things they shouldn't keep. They're cutting church, but they're going to the Disney World. They're cutting church and going to the movie. They're cutting church and going out, eat, drinking a meal, watching, the, 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 downloading Netflix and, 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 and stars and all the other junk and, and rallying to football games. That's, that, you got to... You need to deny yourself and pick up the cross and follow me. Look, deny yourself means you want to do something, but you say, let me see what the scriptures say about doing that. And the scripture may say there's nothing wrong with doing that, but then you have to say to yourself, is there something I need to be doing for the Lord this particular day? Or, in, or do I have a free day where I can go and choose that? Now, for instance, I'm using me for example. I had to learn to Stop putting stuff in the way when God calls us to come to church. Amen. 
I can't go, I should not. Listen to me. I, I, you, if you hunger and thirst after God, you should not be seeking to put stuff in the way that's going to hinder you from getting your spiritual growth and spiritual food yeah. in Christ. You know, some people they wait. Oh, I, well, you know, I will come to church, but I got a football game. I'm in. The, I, I got a basketball game. I'm in. The, I'm in the, in, the, in the. What? You don't realize what you're doing. Y'all follow me so far? Yes. Learn what to cut and what not to cut. Let's sit down and work with the matter. Let's just say in economics, some of these need to be called. Some of these things is called. Necessity goods. Necessity goods are the, the last thing customers stop buying when their income declines. Mm -hmm. When your income declines, you start cutting back on stuff you need to buy. These are the things which they devote a lower percentage of their spending as their income rises. Generally, necessity goods are divided into eight categories, food, utility, communication, housing, transportation, medicine, education, services, such as daycare, dry cleaning, and so on. There are some spiritual necessity goods as well. There are some spiritual necessity goods as well. Amen. Amen. I need you to understand that. We, we're dealing with scripture. I'm, I'm using natural to try to get you to understand where I'm about to lead you. Spiritual necessity goods are those commodities we simply must have if we are to be right in right fellowship with God. Now, if you're in doubt, you need to be following a leader. So, what I'm saying is, I'm saying everybody don't study the scripture when they go home. Between service and the next service, some barely pick up the scripture, let alone have a prayer life. So, when in doubt, when you lack it, you need to be following a leader that God has placed on you. I ain't saying a leader that has a degree on the wall that went and got their uh, appointment to lead people based on a degree they put on the wall. I'm talking about filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. And sent by God. Amen. You ain't sent by God if you got mad at the pastor and walked off and said, I'm going to start my own church. God didn't send you. You sent yourself. Because if God sent you, you'll see yourself no matter where you go. God will send up somebody you don't know to tell you something. Somebody will let you know. God will let you know some way that God got a calling on your life. He wants you. And then not only that, they'll tell you what your calling is. What God is getting you ready for. They did it to me. I was in the night. Now, so we understand that we need something that keeps us in right fellowship with God. The list contains significant items such as prayer, yes. repentance, yes. faith, obedience, mm -hmm. the word of God, submission, mm -hmm. yes. water baptism, a pastor and a church family, among other things. Yes. Y'all follow me? Yes, sir. Now, to the unalert mind or to the one that haven't yet took this way to walk, they may say, I don't need all that. Right. I dare you 
You take your engine apart in your car mm -hmm. and put it back. <laughs> you all laugh because you see where I'm going. And look and say, well, I don't see the reason for this. And leave it out. I don't see no reason. There's a lot of things. A lot of things we don't see. Why I got? And I agree with that, but I don't agree with that. Yeah. So it's like you said. I agree that needs to be in there, but I don't agree that needs to be. In there. I don't even see the purpose of that. Just throw it out to the side. Okay. See what happened. Later on, you're gonna realize that part I left out. I really needed that. You yes, may not show right away, but in some cases it may. In some cases it may not. But you're going to realize in your walk in God or in your travels, in your vehicle, that get you told them to the side, you need to go back and look and see. Hope, hope is still there and know nobody picked it up. That's right. And if I ain't got the wisdom and knowledge to put it in, I need to come to somebody to do no knowledge to put it in. The same thing with these things that I just mentioned. The word of God, submission, water baptism. Hey, pastor, these are things that people don't realize. They really need that. But some things, I don't need that. I don't need no man telling me what this is for. And also, Pastor, you know, not only have all the pieces, but you got to make sure you got them in there right. Right. You got to make sure that, you know, some people say, I got the Holy Ghost, but they do nothing with it. They they don't, you know, use it to guide their life. Or, oh, I know the word, but they don't do nothing with it. They don't use it. Or they say, oh, I'm saved, but how they lead their life is backwards. You know, right. so... I done took the plug from my car and put it in for the oil pan backwards. Now all the oil shooting out and I'm wondering why. Well, what's going on? What's going on? So, but yeah, we just got to make sure it's right. What Sister Felton is simply saying, I like how she used the scenario of the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll put stuff in wrong. How, that, how does that mean spiritually? Sometimes we interpret a scripture the wrong way thinking it means this and it don't. Yeah. You need a pastor that has been sent by God who's been studying God's word long before you even thought about getting saved. And God done put him through the rings. No man that stand up before you that say, God sent me the pastor, has don't think they ain't went through nothing. And to even think to yourself, one day I want to be a pastor. It's, I advise you to wait for the Lord to take you. It ain't so glamorous as you think. Pastor's not that kind that you see on the, on the uh, uh, reality TV. It ain't like that. There's two types of pastors, worldly pastors, and then there's the ones that set to do God's word. Praise the Lord. Don't get confused with the, with the two. They're totally different. Praise all right, all right. Now, um, so we need these things, whether we understand it or not. So it ain't, that's why we have to take your learn. We got to realize that some things don't consider important. And later on, as you begin to follow God as he intended, you begin to say, oh, I realize how important it is to have a pastor. Mm -hmm. To the young man coming in, I'm just an old man who trying to tell God to control them. <laughs> and to that, they begin to, Growing and breaks down, then they say, I thank God for that, that man. He's got a lot of wisdom. God, God, he taught me a lot of things. He, you, know, you appreciate it. Well, other people still come in and mock him and talk about it and scoff at him. You would say, no, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I, I remember a time where I was like that. Amen. That's just part of the role mm -hmm. for clarification. 
I was like that in my walk, falling past wall. But I was on the road, right road, just with the wrong frame of mind, and God began to open up my day. But you have to follow faithfully, whether you get tired, whether you get bored, you still gotta follow faithfully. All right, moving on. Okay, I need to move on. Uh, so, uh, one gift we cannot purchase, but must have, is the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's right. I need to stress this, how important it is, I don't want nobody to get to heaven and say, I was under Pastor Philip. Mm -hmm. And he never told me about the Holy Ghost. You are lying from the spirits of hell if you say that. <laughs> now, not only are we going to talk about the Holy Ghost, you're going to understand your role regarding the Holy Ghost. That's right. You need to understand your role. Mm -hmm. The gift of the Holy Ghost cannot be purchased, but must, but must have but you must have the gift, that gift. Without this living dynamic of God in, a, in your life, you will have religion, but what you do not have is a relationship yes. that leads to eternal life. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want you to come here and just have religion without a relationship. We want you to have an intimate relationship with the Lord. One-on-one. On one. Your relationship should not be based on me coming in. Don't worry, continue on. You say mm -hmm. You need God's approval to tell you that. You need to know that. You need to know that if the pastor ain't here, it's God telling you you say Or you just waiting for him to every once in a while come and get you. You need the, the, the affirmation uh, uh, that he is telling you. Now, being filled with the Holy Spirit is an absolute must to live a victorious life here and be ready for the dawning of our new eternal life there. Uh -huh. It's essential. I mean, it's necessary. It's not something I can opt out of. All right? Amen. Any questions so far? Okay. But how do we receive the Spirit? Jesus chose very early in his public ministry to have a conversation with Nicodemus. Elder Fraser read the lead scriptures on that about the new birth in John 3. As a member of the Sanhedrin, the highest ruling body among the Jewish culture, he, was, he had super significant influence and means. He had taken notes of Jesus' teaching and miracles and desire to speak with him to learn more. Amen. Listen to how he did it though. However, Nicodemus felt it best to do so under the cloak of darkness. Uh -huh. I don't want nobody to know that I'm going to Jesus later on tonight. I ain't gonna go in the daytime because people can see me going. I'm very recognizable. I have a reputation to uphold. Mm -hmm. People look at me as Mr. Know-it-all. Yes, yes. As leading up to the Lord. Yeah. I don't want them to get any impression that I don't know nothing. All right. So when darkness came, he went in the cloak of darkness. At least he jeopardized his social standing. Nick came to Jesus by night and acknowledged Jesus' heavenly origin. He came and first thing he said was, no man, he said, can do these miracles. 
that thou does except God be with them. Basically what he was saying is, I can't even do it. And I say God with me. So that kind of blew him for a loop. He's like, wait a minute, I'm a, I'm a godly man. And I can't do the stuff he's doing. So I need to talk to this man. This is uh, St. John 3 and 2. Now Jesus replied, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You want to see heaven, let alone go, go there? You want to see it? You must be born again. Bible said here, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John 3 and 3. Now while the phrase born again is common to us, consider how confusing yeah. this term must have been to Nicodemus. Born again? What is he talking about? Right. This is not physically possible. He didn't say that in the scripture, but his thinking was, you know he was thinking, that ain't physically possible. Because he said, can a man enter into how can a man be born again when he is old? Can a man enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Yeah, he said it. Like, what? Jesus so <laughs> could have just said nothing and turned around and walked away. <laughs> Left him so confused that he would say, the man cuckoo. <laughs> this is John 3 and 4. Jesus answered, very rarely, truly, truly. I stand to thee. Except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. This is John 3 and 5. Now, while being born again of the water defines a water baptism in the New Testament mm -hmm. is a worthy and wonderful subject, this lesson or this subject that we're talking about is centered on the second half of Jesus' instruction. What second and half? Being born again of the Spirit. When the Holy Ghost was poured out in Acts 2, the experience Jesus promised Nicodemus became a reality on the earth. Amen. Amen. Jesus did not say to a believer, We will be well served by receiving the Spirit. He didn't say that. That left it in the, in the sense that it's an option, right? Right. He didn't say it. you you come out better off if you receive the spirit. He didn't say it. That 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 left it vague and not so important to the point where he said, if he'd have said it like that, he had that option. Well, he said he'd be better if he get the spirit, but if he don't, he'd still be saved. He didn't say it. Nor did he say we can be a better Christian. If we do so by receiving the Spirit, mm. nor did He merely recommend it; He commanded it. Commanded it. Right. Amen. Now these days, I'm gonna put it another way: I'm demanding it because uh -huh. mm -hmm. what you, you you need this. Amen. You must be born again. Yes. Any question? Okay. Yes, it's better. For verse 7, he, you know, that just really sealed it. Uh -huh. said, marvel not. In that instance, marvel means don't think about it, don't wonder about it. Mm -hmm. You must be born again. He tells Amen. like, for sure. Amen. Like, you got to do this. For sure. So that lets you know that you must be born again. Yes, sir. 
whether you understand it or not. Right. That's why he was like, don't think about it. Don't wonder about it. That's why he said, marvel not. Like, I know it's incredible, but you must be. Right. Must. So if you are marveling or thinking about it or wondering, you still need to be saying, I need to be born again. Until right. you get to the point to say, I know I've been born again. Mm -hmm. You can cross that off your list. I heard the word, it pricked my heart. Mm -hmm. I started coming to church. I gave him, took the right hand of fellowship. I acknowledged that I need someone to lead me. So I took, took the stand with the local assembly. I, I had a pastor that, that's over, that God had placed over me. And I, 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 I publicly acknowledged to the congregation that this is gonna be my pastor, this is gonna be my church. Amen. And I want him to lead me and guide me in the ways of holiness. Now, that part you did right. Next, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. If they sent by God, if you've been instructing you in that area, then you say, I want to be baptized. We set up time for you to get baptized. You go down in the water. You get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what God gave us permission to do. Amen. I'll cross that off my list. You cross the joint to the right hand. You cross that off. I got the baptism of the water. Cross that off. Next, you need to be receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. This ain't no time to be disappearing now. Amen. Amen. This ain't no time for me to be wondering, why you ain't been to church in a month or two or three or four or five? <laughs> this ain't no time for me to be seeking you, wondering, where you at? You should be here. Mm -hmm. And the reason why people get saved, get, get that far and don't get the Holy Ghost, because they don't continue in. Yes. yes. Plain and simple, they don't continue in. That's just like saying, why did he get a degree from going to school and we and him both was in the same class? Mm -hmm. Where well, they showed up every time class was there. <laughs> you didn't. They passed, you flunked. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. You understand that? Right. That type. When you put it like that, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. You ain't, nobody gonna get, no one gonna pass if they don't show up to class. You ain't gonna pass if you don't show up on, on and the thing is, I don't have to keep score how often you come to church. He's keeping score better than me. Amen. Amen. He know when you're the master. Yes, I don't. He know. Jesus, Jesus. Praise Lord. We just following his lead. That's Praise Lord. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. So because of this, you must have the spirit to be born again. Mm -hmm. You must have the spirit, right? Yeah. So, uh, okay, and before I get ahead of myself, today, you have a great advantage over Nicodemus. How he never heard of someone being baptized with the spirit. We, on the other hand, have had testimonies of millions and millions of people. Look, don't get caught up on this church here. Right. We just the few of the whole world. And uh -huh. people, people, people that got saved, some people don't died in this way. A lot of people don't got saved. So we're just a few of uh, uh but we heard of testimony of collective people that have received given the Holy Ghost in our lifetime, some have passed on. Mm -hmm. As we know they have because as Jesus instructed 
we have heard the sound that they've been born again. What sound? There is a sound associated with the infilling of the spirit that is unique to it and completely confirms it. By examining the various times in the book of Acts, when someone was born again of the Spirit, we can observe the consistent sign given from heaven of the Spirit in filling. Just as they did in Acts 2, every individual would speak in an unknown tongue when they are first filled with the Holy Ghost. No evidence is the fact that you know you've been you spoke in an unknown tongue. That's the evidence that you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's not our job to come tell you you got the Holy Ghost. Amen. You need to know you know you got what you but God's promised you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And when you know it, can't no no nobody tell rather I'm saved or unsaved, can't tell you you ain't got it. You be like, I don't care what you say. Say what you want. Right. Look, you're going to get opposition, opposition from unsaved people. Yes. And here goes the thing that you ain't going to like. You're going to get opposition from saved people. Amen. Mm -hmm. You ain't got it. You got to know that you got what you got. Amen. That's like, you, you ain't, you, 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 that's like an unsaved person coming to you and say, you ain't got no job. You know you got a dog, right? Yeah. Right? You say, yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> Are they going to convince you to the point that you ain't got no job just because they so adamant as far as, you ain't got no job, you ain't got no job. If someone that know you and is close to you, mm -hmm. like we all should be, mm -hmm. come to you and say, you ain't got no job, you can still with them in the face and say, yes, I do. No, you ain't got no job. And your brain ain't gonna say, you say what you want. I know what I got. Amen, That's right. amen, amen, amen. If you know what you got, you know you got it. If you doubt, you need to be still seeking. All right? Praise God. Any questions? Comments? All right. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Sir. I was just gonna say about um, the evidence of speaking in tongues. You know, some people, they get thrown over by that. They, they see somebody speaking tongues and they say, oh, they got the Holy Ghost. That's not necessarily true because that might be the evidence, just like you do a crime and be a bunch of evidence against you, mm -hmm. but you really ain't do it. The true evidence is living home. The Holy Ghost will change you. You know, that's just, you know, that's the outward thing, but like you said, that evidence is for you to know that you got the Holy Ghost. That's for you to know you to know, but the true evidence for everybody to see is that your life has changed and lining up with Christ. And sometimes people, they say, oh, yeah, she was speaking in tongues so long, this and that, and that could be the biggest devil of the whole world. But if they're not living the life, what did the evidence of speaking in tongues do? They're not living the life. The Holy Ghost will change you. It will change you. Maybe not exactly overnight, but you will see things changing about yourself. Right. You will know that you got it. Oh, I never used to come to church. Wow, I want to go to church. Mm -hmm. Oh, I never used to bring my Bible to church. Oh, where's my Bible? Where's my Bible? Because now you're like, 
it's, it's just pushing you a little bit more, a little bit more. But you have lots of people who they speak in tongues, you know, all over, over, and they just the biggest meaning <laughs> that you ever want to see. And then sometimes that's how the devil use little things to, you know, mess with people's minds. Now you got the Holy Ghost, and you saw somebody else do the same thing you did. Now you, Those that are sanctified. You're among God's word being preached to you. Right. 
you're when God's word really preached to you, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So your faith can increase the chance that you become in more towards receiving it because you are hearing anything. As opposed to when you're out there listening to word and music or whatever you're doing, watching TV and all this stuff, that's against God and against him, it's going to just put your mind back on the word and stuff. Okay? Now, uh, so... If you won't receive it because you attend church, uh, I, uh, I do not receive the spirit of baptism just by being part of it. What I'm saying is, you ain't gonna receive the spiritual baptism just by being part of a family that has this heritage of being sanctified. Or because my family sanctified don't mean Tiffany automatically inherits. Or a family member and you don't know, gave birth to automatically here. Or because mom, dad had it, or one is this and that, that you automatically it doesn't work like that. You must desire and pursue this experience for yourself. Amen. You must desire and pursue this experience because it's personal now. Amen. You got it. I gotta get it now. Right. My getting it ain't ain't based on the fact that you got it. Mm -hmm. I gotta get it. You follow me so far? Praise the Lord. Apostle Paul stressed the need of receiving the Spirit of God. Uh, okay, praise the Lord. Since Jesus taught the necessity of being born again, it makes sense that we should find records of these, of those that followed him declaring the same truth, right? Yeah. Since Jesus stressed that, there should be followers that came after him that stressing it too. That dwindles all the way down to our time. And we still stressing it. You need the Spirit of God. Listen to Apostle Peter is recorded as saying the same message in Acts 19. Paul arrived in Ephesus and met a group of disciples who had been impacted by John the Baptist preaching. These men were not evil men. Right. They were believers in the coming Messiah. They desired to follow and serve him, but they were limited by the lack of knowledge of his identity, what he taught, and what they should do. He didn't know everything. Seeing their hunger, Paul, Apostle Paul, asked a most significant question to them. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? That wasn't a trick question. Amen. That question, if we ask somebody, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe in the Lord? That's not a trick question that we use it to try to get you caught up in, uh, 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 if I say no, they're going to say that. If I say yes, they're going to. It's not a trick question. We just want to make sure you got it the way the Bible says. At least you stand before the Lord. He said, depart from me. Praise mm -hmm. Lord. Acts 19 and 2 talks about what I'm saying. This particular scenario. Of have you received the power? I mean, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Acts 19 and 2. Paul did not accept their sincerity as an inadequate spiritual resume. Rather, as soon as he realized these men sincerely loved the Lord, he prompted them to take the next 
necessary step in obedience to be born again of the Spirit. Now this is the logical and proper result of faith in Christ. You know you need the Spirit. You must take the necessary steps to pursue and get the Spirit of God in you. And we're going to talk about the reason why. Any questions so far? All right. This same, this same truth confronts you and me as well. This same scenario confronts everybody that say, I'm going to follow Jesus. You should have a desire to be baptized. You should have a desire to get the Holy Ghost. I listen to the airways and media, oh, not as much as maybe some of you, but a lot of times when you listen, a lot of times they don't mention that about the Holy Ghost, do they? Right. All they? They give you the cash app number, don't they? Yeah, give me your money. I don't want your money. A wise man told me, you want to know who that wise man is, Pastor Walker, my former pastor. He said, you get the Holy Ghost. The Lord will lead you and guide you on what you should and should not do. Your own conscience will start telling you certain things that you shouldn't be engaged in. Certain things you need to do. I need to cut that loose. Amen. Praise Lord. And he's right. He's right. All right. Let's move it on. Um, so this same truth, it confronts me and you now. Uh, faith in Christ should lead us to experience the baptism of the Spirit. We already experienced the water baptism, right? We did that. But we, we either have not received the Spirit of God or still in doubt whether we got it or not. That's what you tell me. So it is a natural overflow of faith in him when the disciples of John responded with confusion that they had not even heard of a Holy Ghost that means somebody wasn't telling somebody something. And it seems like we're going right back to that situation again in, this, in our time. People are not telling people about the Holy Ghost. Could it be that Holy Ghost require a, a, a more effort put on the members that a pastor or a leader don't want to necessarily put on the members? So he just... Tell them, just come to church, make sure you pay your tithes and offer them, give you all, and you, you'll be all right. Jesus, Jesus. Hmm. I'm saying you can do that, but you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. And this, we're going to talk about why. Now, now, Paul knew something was amiss. Paul was so taken back by their response that he inquired about the water baptism. He said, well, you ain't got the Holy Ghost. Then you begin to ask, who baptized you? Have you ever had a witness to somebody and they start saying, oh yeah, I'm, I'm saved. And you say, you've been baptized? Yeah, I've been baptized in Jesus Christ. You got the Holy Ghost. And they go, uh, 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 uh. who baptized you? Who's your pastor? Person that comes to mind, who's your pastor then? Now, upon learning that they had never been baptized in the name of Jesus, Paul remedied that meter. Mm -hmm. This is Acts 19 and 5. 
Not only did he make sure that they were baptized the right way, there is a way to be baptized the wrong way, and there's a way to be baptized the right way. According to Acts 19 and 5, it talks about what I'm, what I'm talking about. He immediately rebaptized them again. I, I remember Curtis, he got baptized and he got rebaptized again. He wanted to make sure he got it right. Mm -hmm. And most people say, I got baptized just because they don't want to get wet again. <laughs> I get wet every day. If I knew I wasn't right, yeah. make sure you got baptism the right way. Now, you, you, you got baptized, you got, you got baptized, you got baptized the right way. Before, we were just get baptized until you get the whole goal. Now you said, baptized, baptized the right way. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. Not in Father, Son, Holy Ghost. These are titles. All right, I'm not going to elaborate on that because I'm not talking about that now, but I need to understand. So the very next verse, and when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with other tongues and prophesied. This is Acts 19 and 6. As soon as they understood that Jesus was the Messiah, and as soon as they were baptized in Jesus' name, these men were immediately born again of the Spirit when Paul prayed for them. Mm. Their faith was not enough. Their water baptism was not enough. They had to proceed beyond mere mental thinking to truth and to demonstrate obedient faith in the truth. Faith is always demonstrated in obedience. And obedience will always lead, uh, lead to new birth for a hungry heart. Amen. If you're hungry, it's going to lead you there where you need. That's why the Bible says, Blessed is he that's hungry and thirsty after knowledge, after righteousness. You need to be hungry. Hunger will push you to go further, further, further. Any questions? Comment? So what are the evidence of receiving the Holy Ghost? Well, I know what I heard somebody say, speaking in tongues. But it's a little bit more than that. So if I can elaborate a little bit on it earlier. If you missed it, I'm in covering. While speaking in tongues is the initial sign of the infilling of the Spirit of God or receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. There must be other ongoing signs that God's Spirit resides or lives in you. Really? Amen. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. God's Spirit should produce fruits in us. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Get that, though. Galatians 5th chapter, 22nd verse. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, uh -huh. joy, uh -huh. peace, uh -huh. long-suffering, uh -huh. gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. That's right. Read the 23rd and stop there. That's the 23rd. Okay, thank you. Pray go. All right? No law. His Spirit should convict us. Mm -hmm. Now, first it says to produce truth. That's number one. Yes. Number two, it should convict us. John, get John 16 and 8. Just that one verse. Yes, sir. 
He spirits that pray. And when he is come, uh -huh. he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. It will convict you. That's it? Pray mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. His spirit shall pray through us in intercession. Get Romans 8, 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for, Amen. pray as we ought. But the Spirit itself make an intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Amen. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Since the baptism of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost is such a wonderful experience, we should desire everyone we know to share the same gift. Amen. That's why we push it and we ask these questions. You got the Holy Ghost? People, a lot of people go to church and they ain't got the Holy Ghost. They ain't seeking the Holy Ghost. They may have got baptized and they ain't seeking the Holy Ghost. They ain't pushing and trying to get the Holy Ghost. They don't care whether they, they, they actually show they don't care whether they get it or not. It's not important and it is so important that it's what you, without it, you can't live right. Each of us who have been filled with the Spirit is commissioned to tell others. Now, this is not the calling of preachers only. Right. This is the commission of every believer right. to tell somebody about Jesus. Mm -hmm. To witness to them, let them know. Praise the Lord. Now, he left no room for this discussion or private opinion on the matter. Mm -hmm. Being born again is not a choice that is right for some, but for all and not for others. It is not an option that one can exercise at one one's pleasure. Uh -huh. It is a universal mandate, or it is mandatory of a in this church age that Jesus Christ came and died for. You must be born again Amen. of the water and of the spirit. Amen. Of the water and of the spirit. Not just one, both. That's right. All right. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you haven't did both, something missing. Amen. Okay. Any questions? Comment? Well, you know, Pastor, a lot of uh, people are trying to get away from the water baptism, and they come, you know, about the man that was on the cross with Jesus. And, you know, uh, sometimes you can't understand because there's people that you know know better, but because you know that's not widely accepted, they kind of curve it and say, "Well, yeah. you really don't have to." But you, you know, you got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You see them in three more years, they they'll be saying, "Oh, the Holy Ghost was for the people back then," because that's why you got to be careful. You can't let none of it slip. Once you let it slip, it all starts slipping. Amen. That's why you need to leave it. Amen. That's you need sin. To leave. By the said by God. Amen. He may say one thing. They may say, mm -hmm. you don't need that. Shortcuts and stuff. You don't need right, that. That's what it is. Who, who told you that? Your pastor. He don't, you don't know what you're talking about. He, you don't need that. Mm -hmm. If I tell you to follow them or him, me. If you got a pastor, follow your pastor. That's right. Amen. Amen. If something you don't understand, pray for your pastor. That's right. Pray to God. Pray for you. He got, he, 
He ain't doing this for, for, for your money. Right. Haven't I proved that time and time again I'm not doing this for your money? Amen. I want you saved. Mm -hmm. I believe you can say it. You're going to do your money obligation that you should. I ain't got to make you up. That's right. That's right. You're going to learn. Amen. You're going to learn. You know, it's right to do. Like, like if I get the Holy Ghost, I know it ain't right to lie, so I stop lying. And if it, uh, sometimes I'm pushed up against a question where I feel like I still got to get out, I don't even answer. What do you do? do, you do? When they were uh, asking Jesus about the question, Jesus just sat there dumb and the Bible said he was. Yeah, he didn't say a word. Sat there and he didn't say nothing. You know they couldn't take that. That's my way of not, of not uh, lying, just don't say nothing. Or just turn and walk away. I ain't answering. Oh, see, he's guilty because he's walking away. That's, that's what you say. That's what Jesus said all the time. Did Jesus say that all the time? You say it. That's what you say. Amen. Let them say, let them think what they can, they're going to think what they say anyway. If you say, I ain't. You say it. The way to stop lying is just don't answer. But anyway, we're trying to get you with everything that you need to go to heaven. Amen. Mm -hmm. And look, and okay, let's stop for a second. Going to heaven is, is good, but we ain't there yet. Right. I'm trying to get you with something that's gonna keep you in heaven surrounding, in heaven shields around you, in heaven standing down here in sin. You, you should be able to walk in this, this sinful world and not have a mind to sin. Yes, you can choose to sin if you want to, but because you got the Holy Ghost and you keep it, the inner man stronger than the outer man, it's going to dominate you. The Bible said, greatest he that's within you than he that's in the world. If he's in there and he's strong because you've been feeding it the spiritual food that he needs, now we need to find out that's another thing that, another topic of discussion. What's the spirit of food that the inner man needs that the outer man don't? Right. <laughs> and realize when we ain't going to eat, we putting it on a fast. Right. Mm -hmm. But we starving. That's why it can't dominate. That's why a lot of people come and they they, they weak mm -hmm. because they don't they don't feed the spiritual man strong enough to get strong. Great job. All right. Uh, question. Question. Okay. I'm almost finished. I'm going to get you out here. Click that. Please. Okay. Uh, so, it is the mandate of Jesus Christ that you be born again. Amen. Now, get it in your mind. Don't go ask their opinion. No. We tell you, you need the Holy Ghost. You should be saying, he said it, that settles it. Right. Amen. Because what I'm saying is right there in the book. The Amen. I ain't telling you nothing that ain't in the book. I ain't telling you nothing that I didn't experience. I can't tell you. You need to get the Holy Ghost. Oh, by the way, I'm exempt. <laughs> no, I am not. Amen. I, can't, I couldn't even, I'm not even qualified to teach you unless I have the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's right. Amen. This is the scripture said. You need to be taught on someone that's been 
that has the same spirit. I can't go and get my go to college and get a, a doctor's degree and say, ah, I can't. That's my credentials. Jesus ain't had no doctor's degree. He didn't go to all these high uh, uh, learning like uh, uh, Apostle Paul. And he stood before kings. How many kings you stood before? How many presidents of the United States you stood in front of? None. Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's just how the world is now. Well, you can't tell me nothing because he ain't got no degree. <laughs> just to agree with what you were saying, like you said, Jesus, he he didn't depend on, you know, man's anything. He was full of the spirit of God. I mean, you know, that, that was God in the flesh, so he had the, that spirit. And that's what give us not only um, the power, but also like the, the knowledge, the wisdom, everything like that. Like it comes from God. Amen. And so he, he give us that. That's why we need the Holy Ghost, because it's like, you know, all that other stuff, like man knowledge, wisdom, and whatever, it's gonna fail. <laughs> it's gonna fail. And we need the power of God in order to uh, be successful in this journey, to be successful and to make it back with him. Amen. Mm -hmm. We wanna be successful in this world, that's why we say go to God. Mm -hmm. But we want you to be successful in your pursuit with the Lord. I ain't. I don't want you to pursue the Lord for, in vain for nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm pursuing, I'm living, going to church for nothing's in front of him. Yeah. It's just like when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, he said, wait, aren't you a master of Israel and you don't know that? Mm -hmm. That's what he said. You don't know that? <laughs> he, he asked him, he said, aren't you a master? How you don't know this? And I know Nicodemus had to be like, you know, because sometimes we think because we went here and we got this degree and we did that, but without the wisdom of God, you can't even understand the simplest thing. He said, what? Well, I could go back in and be born again? Like, what? What's going on? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. That's because we're trying to use man's knowledge against God's wisdom, it's and God. it don't work out. It's gonna always clash. It ain't gonna make sense Amen. to you. Praise the Lord. So and a lot of times, the Southern Scriptures ain't gonna make sense unless you have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, uh, also, okay. Uh, next, we have the Holy Ghost is necessary for salvation, sanctification, ministry, and the resurrection. You need the Holy Ghost for these particular things. For salvation, for sanctification, for ministry, and to be resurrected. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. Okay, let's step. Now, being filled with the Spirit is an irreplaceable component of the gospel's work in our lives. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 2 and 4, the gospel is defined as the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We obey the gospel by associating with Jesus' death in repentance, his burial in water baptism, and his resurrection by spirit baptism. Mm. If you didn't get all three of them and say, I got it, I got it, I got it, you're missing something. Only through the life, through the life-giving power of the spirit in filling, do we have a life of Christ resident within us. That's right. These words from the book of Romans make the Spirit's essentiality quite clear. Mm -hmm. But ye are not of the flesh, but of the Spirit. Uh -huh. If so, that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is done ahead. Wait a minute. Hallelujah. What? Done. I go to church. Done. 
if any other scripture didn't make you say to yourself, wait a minute. Yes, sir. <laughs> this should be that right there, what I just read. No. Uh, Romans 8 9. I'm going to read it again. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he has done it. He has. Wait a minute. I go to church. I pay tithe. I sing in the choir. I do this. I do that. I help the parents. I do this. I do that. I'm more faithful than those people. Oh, some other people. None of it. That's a hard pill to swallow. And None. you are, but that that ought to be what pushes you over the edge. Right. You may be sitting on the edge of a wall looking down, and that itself should push you over. So wait, I'm getting off this wall. I'm gonna get busy. I'm, I'm gonna get the spirit. When it's all over and said and done with, y'all don't know I got the Holy Ghost. Exactly. Yeah. That was my goal when I got saved. I ain't gonna play this game. I thought this was a, a, a game. And I said, Lord, I've been praying. Lord, if you don't give me the Holy Ghost, I'm going back to the club. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. And God knew I was sincere too. Yes, I need that Holy Ghost. I said, if you don't give me the Holy Ghost, I know that you ain't real. And I'm going back to the club. Yeah. <laughs> I not too long after that got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. I said, I said, well, so long, club. Yes. That God done died. That was the day I died. Right, born again. Mm -hmm. he, but, but wait a minute. I had been baptized in Jesus' name. But I didn't have the spirit. And I said, Lord, if you don't give me this Holy Ghost, I get too many, too many people kept saying, you need the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost. I said, Lord, if I don't get this Holy Ghost, that's it. Yeah. I didn't say it around now. I'm saying when I was by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, my pastor, that's becoming an issue now with the false teachers. Nobody talks about the Holy Ghost. So people think, hey, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. But like right. you just said, none. Whoo. That, that, that's just, that's very motivating. Amen. <laughs> that's very motivating. That don't. If you don't have a spirit, you ain't. You don't even belong to God. All yeah. right. And we know he's coming back for his. And if you, that's just, that's very motivating. <laughs> But when people don't tell you that, like uh, when Paul went to you, he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They'd be like, we ain't even heard about no Holy Ghost, what you talking about? But you know, because their heart was in the right place, soon as he told them and prayed with them, Holy Ghost. Got people gotta know that's, that's what they're looking for. That's true. And that's why yes. you need a pastor that's sent. Yes, that's so true. Amen. That's we so need true. to get this thing the way the Bible says. Don't, don't stand before him and he said, depart from me. I don't know you. Based on this verse, Romans 8, 9, you none of his because you ain't got the spirit. Get that spirit in you. Get that spirit in you. Know it by the evidence. Not just speaking in tongues, but desire to live right, desire to show the fruits of the spirit, desire to be led, desire to be, you know, it's easy to be entreated. You don't have to, I don't have to run after you and make you do nothing. You just have a desire to do the things of God because you know it's right to do. Sanctification is the process of being part, set apart in two aspects. Mm -hmm. Sanctification has two aspects. Mm -hmm. We are set apart from sin. And we are set apart to God. Right. Either one without the other is incomplete. Mm -hmm. 
If you seek to be set apart from sin without being set apart to God, we become like the Pharisee yeah. who <laughs> confused religion with relationship. Yes. Yes. If we seek to be set apart to God without being set apart from sin, we will dwell in the carnal waters of moral and ethical compromises. You need them both Amen. to be part of God. Amen. Any questions? I'm almost done. So as we have found out through the scriptures, not through the pastor, because mm -hmm. the pastor is pointing you to the scripture. I'm calling out scriptures. It's in there. The only way to be effectively sanctified is through the ongoing work of God indwelling spirit in your life. Multiple verses speak of the spirit sanctifying work. Romans 15 and 16. 1 Corinthians 6, 11. Uh, 2 Corinthians 2 and 13. All these are scriptures that talk about the sanctification. God gives us the spirit. Why did God say we need the spirit of God? Here it goes. God gives us the spirit to help us resist the persistent downward pull of the flesh. Yo, you got to pull flesh because we're born in this world, born in sin, shape, and nigga, we have a desire to be like the world. So it's constantly pulling us to be like them. You cannot resist this pull successfully without the spirit. Amen. So you need that type of power to resist. Everybody that's standing here now and that's that, 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 that saying that and living for the Lord, Receive the Holy Ghost to resist. We the, the don't get the Holy Ghost and saying I, I, I don't need it. You can't resist. Jesus Himself, who was God in the flesh, when He came on this earth and realized that you need help, right. He sent you the help, mm -hmm. and you say I don't need it. You need it. This I say then, walk in the Spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary or go against one or the other, so that ye cannot do the things you would, that you cannot do the things that ye would. But if you be led by the spirit, meaning that if you have the spirit of God in you, and you're led by the spirit, you are not under the law of sin and death, or under the law of being tempted to do God, or under the, the, the slavery of bondage to do sin. You are not under that law no more, because he freed you. Galatians 5, 16 and 18. The spirit empowers us for ministry. Not every child of God is called to be a preacher, but everyone is of us is called to be a minister or servant. Amen. Amen. This is how scriptures define the word minister. We are all called to faithfully serve God, our fellow church members, and the greater kingdom, but we cannot do a spiritual work with fleshly power. When people talk about you like they show talk about me, you say, I, I, I had enough. Mm -hmm. You'll quit. Yeah. That's the fleshly power. Mm -hmm. But I got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Greater is he that's within me than he that's within yes. the world. Yes. I got some power that puts me beyond yes. my hurt and pain that they inflicted on me. Yeah. Words do hurt. Yeah. 
but not the Holy Ghost. We can only accomplish something of eternal value by the strength of something higher than ourselves. Right. The, that strength comes by God's Spirit. Mm -hmm. Would you need that? Mm -hmm. Any question? I said, so you need that Spirit. Why? But why? Why do I just need it? I covered all kinds of scriptures letting you know you need it. Jesus came and told Nicodemus. And in some cases, we all are like Nicodemus in our lifetime. Coming before someone saying, I must be born again. And we begin to break it down to you in a way that you can understand it. And we need to accept it. Nicodemus, maybe, it didn't look like he accepted it, but he walked away with some information that he knew. Praise the Lord. Why do we need it? Because of God's spirit, we have a blessed hope and the end of life here is not the end of life. Yes. You hear what I just said? The end of life here is not the end of life. It's just the end of this life. But it opens the door to a greater life. Eyes cannot see, see, ears cannot have not heard, and neither have entered to the heart of them that love God. I may have quoted a little bit wrong, but you know what that scripture is in there. Mm -hmm. God has something prepared for us that we just gonna blow our mind. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Paul wrote. You somebody had to hand up? Okay. Paul wrote. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead. Dwell in you. You got this hope. You got the spirit of God in you. Yes. Ooh. If you ain't got it, okay. he's, he's he's addressing that spirit that should be in you. Yes. If the spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, mean give life to your mortal body. This is a mortal body. Uh -huh. It's not immortal. Means I'm I'm gonna live eternity. Right. Mortal means it has a lifespan, then it's over. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 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 he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwell in you. Amen. But I ain't got it. No. <laughs> I ain't got it. But you have not the spirit of Christ, and none of yes, So, if you ain't got it, you better make sure you got it. Praise Lord. All right. Now, this is not something to discourage anyone. This is not a discouraging message. Mm -hmm. But this should be a motivating message to say, wait a minute. I need that. And for those listening in our, for those that's listening over the airways, maybe you saying, my pastor ain't teaching me this. No one ever told me that. Search the scriptures. Amen. Search the scriptures. I've called out a bunch of scriptures and it's right there in the Bible. You need it. Yes. But the, but the scripture, I'm going to reiterate what I just read. It says, uh, Jesus said, uh, uh, what was I at? Because, uh, excuse me for a second. Well, let's put it this way. You need the spirit dwelling in you that has raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. Romans 8 and 11, Ephesians, 
Get it? Please listen good. Romans 8 and 11 validates that. Ephesians 1 14 uh, teaches that the spirit we have received is the down payment or the earnest of our eternal inheritance. Yes, yes. At the coming of the Lord, all these who are dead in Christ will be gathered up. These people dead in Christ that will be gathered up, they die with the Spirit of God in them. Yes, Lord. That's why God was able to get them up, because they got that Spirit in them. Yes, sir. Amen. It says, uh, uh, at, at the coming of, of the Lord, all those who are dead in Christ who are gathered up first, and then those spirit-filled believers who are living will be caught up to join them. Yeah. One, why, one man wisely said that a revelation without a response will only leave you with an education without an experience. Mm. <laughs> when we know what we must do, it is only it only remains for us to do it. That's it. Right? Amen. We know what we must do. It only remains for us to do it. On the very personal level, you must choose to open your heart to the New Testament experience of spiritual new birth. It is a decision you will never regret. Nobody ever got the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Said it, honey. It ain't what it ain't. It, 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 it ain't what they say it is. It ain't. Mm. If they did, they lied. Amen. It's all that and more. Yes. You need the Spirit of God in you. Amen. We talked, we covered some various good scriptures letting us know that the evidence that we need to live holy and, and, and the signs of the Holy Ghost being in us. Jesus. You, I gave you a lot of scripture where you can find out for yourself, do I have it or do I or am I lacking it? If you're lacking it, you need to be pursuing God even more. Praise the Lord. Amen. I would refuse to be up under someone who ain't teaching about the Holy Ghost. Amen. Especially in these last evil days. Amen. Jesus is so soon to come. Amen. But the scripture is so clear. He that has not the spirit of Christ is nothing in I want to make sure, I want to encourage you, get the spirit of God in you. Make sure the person teaching you talk about the Spirit of God more often than they do. Especially over the airways. Praise the Lord. Because we want to encourage you. Amen. But and it's good that you want to send money. That's fine. But it's, it's, it, it's something deeper than your money. Amen. You're trying to reach. Your soul. Your soul is very important and valuable and priceless in the sight of God. I hope I said something that keep you encouraged and motivated to seek what you lacking from God and receive what's necessary to be saved. Amen. God bless you amen. and amen. 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 Lord.